0: You will
1: have
0: push your button. Hey everyone and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host Chef AJ and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well I love it when I get to try new products and I am going to try one on the air today. It's called Pacha Bread And the founder, the co-founder of the company is going to be here to tell us about how the product was developed, all different things. She's offering a 20% discount if you'd like to try it. And I'm going to be trying it myself the first time. Now, you know, Chef AJ doesn't normally eat bread, but the ingredients in this bread are ingredients I will actually eat. It's not flour. It's not sugar. It's not oil. It's basically just buckwheat and a little bit of salt. I've already toasted it because that's how I roll. I'm going to put a little bit of my favorite fruit sweetened jam and I'm going to give you my live opinion. But first I'd like to get to know the founder, co-founder a little bit. Her name is Maddie. Heyman. please welcome her to the show. Hey man, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Chef. Hi. Now which one of you is the co- so one of you is the founder and the other one's the co-founder of the two people that I'm looking at right now? <laughs> um say that she we might have been thinking about her when we started the company (laughs) that's so yeah this is my daughter she is adorable i had a one-year-old on the show but you said she was eight months so she's officially the youngest guest ever on chef aj live yeah and she just woke up from her nap a
2: little earlier than Maybe
0: she wanted to. So. This always happens when people are, It's <laughs> hilarious and that is fine. We love, we love having a baby, kids, dogs, everybody on the show. So I'm really excited about this product because for people that want to eat bread, I can't find any bread out there with cleaner and fewer ingredients. I mean, you can't really get much fewer than two unless it was one, right? <laughs> and um, my husband loves it, by the way. He, you know, I'm, I I just, I'm a person that struggled with weight my whole life. So bread is not something that's a, a, a regular thing for me, but if I'm going to eat bread, I'm going to eat something like this, but he's a skinny guy and he he loves your bread and he's been eating it every day. And he says, it's delicious. If he hadn't just gone out, he could have said that on the air. So I'd love to know a little bit about how you develop this product because because it's suitable for so many diets, especially the one I recommend, which is gluten free vegan, and for people that don't eat, um, you know, sugar. There's no sugar in it. There's no oil in at least three of the four flavors, and there seems to be very little salt. So tell me, tell me your your founder story.
2: Yeah. So, um, let's see where to start. We first encountered um, this bread, or kind of like a, a similar, a similar version of this bread. Yeah on a um on a spiritual retreat. Um, there was a man who was from <laughs> you want to tell the story too. There was <laughs> a man who was from Argentina and his he had a family recipe that was like buckwheat and sunflower seeds and flax. Um, and he his bread was quite different from what you have today. Um, but it was kind of the like like you I had stopped eating bread. It just like didn't feel good for me. I, I didn't struggle necessarily with, um, with weight, but I did struggle with eating disorders and bread was a trigger food for me. Yeah. Um, it just felt like this empty sort of, yeah, just not, not good for you calories that I didn't need to.
0: Well, your bread is made out of ingredients. I mean, like, you know, whole food ingredients, which is incredible. It's not flour. You know, I know there's other breads that people like because the grains are sprouted, but I love that it's gluten-free. It's vegan for uh, people that need to do that. And even if you don't need to avoid gluten, it's still delicious bread. So why the yep. heck not? Yeah, exactly.
2: So we 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 when we found this, like, this guy who was making this, this, this bread, we were just like, what? Bread that I can eat? No it can't be it can't be um and it was a couple of years um that we that we worked on developing a recipe adam my co-founder and partner in life amina's father um is a he is a chef um he started the first organic catering company in san diego called ecocaters and um so you know he he saw this right and was like wow this could be this could be so this is going to be an incredible product um, and we lived in a community house for a while, and all of our roommates were making the bread, experimenting with different recipes and dialing it in completely. So it took a couple years to get it to the point where we were ready to take it to market.. Um,
0: well, I got to tell you, I'm impressed when anybody gets anything to market because I know <laughs> how hard that is and the dedication and the hard work it takes. So, first of all, congratulations on that. When did you start uh, selling it? How do you sell it? Where do you sell it? People are asking, is it a mix? So, so talk about the product a little bit. Yeah. So we um, we right now we sell it. We do
2: sell it at, in grocery stores, um, but only in Southern California and Hawaii. Um, we're in. Gelson's and Jimbo's and Bristol Farms and a few smaller markets. You can find, you can find all of our stores on our website,
0: but we, most of our business action is direct to consumer. When you say Southern California, do you mean just San Diego, Southern California, or other parts of Southern California, like Los Angeles? Yeah, San Diego and LA. Actually, most of our stores are in LA. And which ones like maybe Erewhon or Whole Foods, like where would somebody that lives in a place that you sell it, be able to find it?
2: Yeah, Erewhon, Bristol Farms, Mother's Markets, um, Gelson's, Jimbo's, People's Co-op in San Diego.
0: That's um, fantastic. And, and where in the store can they find it if they live in one of those areas? Like in the freezer Fro- section, refrigerator section? Yeah, there. it's in the
2: freezer. Yeah, because it's made with like you said, just buckwheat and salt. There's nothing in there that's a preservative. So we sell it frozen so that it stays in good quality.
0: And you know, this the salt, is the salt there because you think it'll taste better or because it actually does something to make the bread bread? Um, the salt is there definitely for flavor.
2: Um, we have had lots of people request like a low sodium version of the bread. And as we scale the business up, um, we are planning to release a low sodium version. Um, we just don't have the like we don't have the the channels and the capacity to sell it yet. Um
0: and it makes it makes our production more complicated. That makes but sense. If it was a market for because my audience, a lot of people in my audience are what we call SOS free, no sugar, oil, salt. And yeah. if there was enough people that wanted one with like no salt, do you think that ever could be developed for them? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's cool. I don't mind eating salt a little bit here and there. I just don't add it to my food. So I'm anxious to try this. You have yeah. four varieties right now. And maybe you could because I, I could get up if you want, but I think your boxes are a little bit closer. Maybe right you can each one and and talk about them. And so you
2: guys first.
0: So um we have
2: we have four varieties. Um our top seller and our most popular is the buckwheat loaf. Um this one is the just two ingredients: buckwheat and salt. Um, yeah, but I need to say anything else about that. Um, then we also make we make buns out of the same base recipe, so the the flavor of the buckwheat loaf and the buns is the same, except for the shape. And then the um, you'll notice in the ingredients that the buckwheat buns do have olive oil. That is just for the pan release. So technically, actually, um, we we don't have to list that as an ingredient because of how small the quantities are, but we want people to know that we're not using seed oils to produce any of our food
0: at all. That that's really nice. That's good, that's good to know. Yeah. So Gina says she's gonna try it. Let me know what you think, Gina. I'm gonna try mine too in just a little bit. I'm just not hungry, but I am gonna try because. <laughs> and I cannot wait. And I love buckwheat actually, you know, it's just, it's, it's such a delicious grain that I think a lot of people don't eat in general. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. We, um after we started making
2: this bread, we also, you know, had large quantities of buckwheat on hand and we started making buckwheat pancakes and buckwheat tortillas, like little wraps. So buckwheat granola, so
0: that's, yeah, we did, used to do that in, in raw culinary school. We made sprouted buckwheat granola with dates and, and buckwheat. I'm actually putting a little bit of jam on, guys. This is a fruit sweetened jam in one of my favorite flavors, which is St. Dolfo apple cinnamon, because I don't put butter on my bread, but I do put a little bit of jam. So we're going to taste that in just a second. So the buckwheat is the most popular. And well, we we're talking about it. Let's try it now see how it is. You might hear a crunch.
1: Mm. 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 It tastes like real
2: bread. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it does. (laughs) It's really, it's really delicious. Yeah. And it, you know, it does, it tastes like real bread and it also is not like, it's not white bread.
0: No, Trying to be white bread, it's better. <laughs> it's not wheat bread either. It's very hearty. And it's very wholesome. I mean, it's good. I mean, you know, we're going to get delicious.
2: Yeah, we get a lot of folks that um, from Europe who say that it reminds them of like, um, like the seed breads that you might get in like Germany, Bavaria area, um, like the the sprouted seed breads that are like really hearty, and and filling.
0: No, it's really, it really is. And I mean, yeah. this is a very, very small slice, size, very satisfying. And, yeah. you know, you probably make it yourself, but why bother if it's a product now? <laughs> yeah, well, so that's that's actually, you know, that's one of the things that
2: um, we kind of realized, like, it's so simple. It's such, it's such a simple bread. You don't need many ingredients to make it, um, but it does take some time. So um, all of our... All of our products are made from actual buckwheat seeds that we sprout. So we, you know, we soak everything for 24 hours and then we rinse it and drain it and and actually use the buckwheat groats themselves to make the product.
0: So like you said, there's no flowers in it. No, it's so good. It's much better than floury bread. And there's a viewer that's apparently already tried it. Dar says, I love it toasted with oil-free red pepper hummus, bacon, tempeh, and broccoli sprouts. Having Crohn's, I appreciate that it's made without yeast. And Vicky says, does it have yeast or sourdough? Last bite.
2: That's a great question. So we do not add any yeast. So we don't use any kind of like baker's yeast or active dry yeast or anything like that. Um, but when you buy or when you, when you get whole grains, um, they have wild yeasts. They have all all kinds of things, um, like little micro critters that are, that are, that are good for, good for you, good for your gut. Um, and what we do is, uh, we actually just allow the, a small percentage of the yeast that are there to to ferment the bread. So it does have like a a very slight sourdough flavor. It's not like wham bam, San Francisco sourdough (laughs) um, kind of flavor, but um, it does ferment a little bit just with the naturally occurring wild yeast, which are not, um, not the strains of yeast that most people have issues with in their gut.
0: You know, I ate a very small piece because like I said, it's kind of between meals, but I can tell it's very filling. Like it's a very, you know, a satisfying bread. It's not like eating a piece of like fluff, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. It's, I usually eat like two pieces for breakfast and keeps me going for. So when you ship it, does it come frozen
0: shipped to the person?
2: So we ship it from our facility frozen and we expect that it will thaw in transit um, and then we recommend people either like if you're going to eat the loaf right away, you can refrigerate mm-hmm. it and eat it within a week or two. Um, but if not, then we, we recommend storing it back, like putting it back into the freezer. But it's really nice because it's not um, it doesn't you know, we've done testing on the quality of the bread. and It doesn't seem to be affected by like thawing and refreezing.
0: That was my next question because I'm I'm having to go out of town and I just took the loaf out to taste it. And it's like, I don't know if I can eat it within a week because I won't be here. So are you yeah. saying that I can now slice it at room temperature and put a few slices in, back in the freezer? Definitely. Yeah. That would be perfect for me because I don't have the pressure of having to eat the whole loaf in a week. And then if I want like a little, see, like for me, I, I, I'm not a I don't even know how I would make a sandwich out of this, to be honest, because it's yeah. not, you know. So what I can see myself doing is slicing it thinly uh, and then freezing it, and then like like nights that I don't have dessert, just taking a couple pieces out and toasting it with some jam. Yeah. Um, do they ship outside the USA? Says Stephanie. And if 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 the answer is no, when do you ship the whole continental United States, or does that exclude Alaska and Hawaii? We do ship to Alaska and Hawaii. Um, but we don't ship outside of the country.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Uh, And um, Renee says, is the nutritional yeast that's used in one of the four flavors of the bread fortified nutritional yeast or unfortified nutritional yeast? It is unfortified (laughs) nutritional yeast. Yeah, that's what people like. And guys, even though it did have some salt, it didn't didn't taste salty to me. Like it wasn't like, whoa, you know, like overwhelmingly salty. So you, you showed us two of the flavors. And what are the other two? All right.
2: So the other two that we have, we've got our garlic rye, which is not a rye bread. It's not made of rye, but we didn't know how else to convey that kind of, um, nostalgic flavor. It has caraway seed in it. So it's, our yeah. Um, with caraway seed and a little bit of garlic, um, and it tastes, yeah, it has that, I don't know. I, as a child, my my grandmother was like always had rye bread around, and so it, it tastes like my
0: grandma's. I can't wait to try that one. That, <laughs> that was my favorite bread. I love that it. It, it toasted so nicely, and it, it did it got crisp without burning. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that the, the garlic rye,
2: and then this is a cheesier. But I don't actually have a loaf in. It, but this is the box. <laughs> um, and this has a little bit of rosemary garlic and then like you said the the nutritional yeast to give it a kind of um, like an herby cheesy flavor. Uh, I eat this sometimes with <laughs> I eat this sometimes with just um, a little bit of like tomato sauce and
0: it tastes like it's like satisfies your pizza craving. That sounds great. that could almost be used for like a crust for like mini pizzas yeah definitely yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah and actually it's something that i do that we do with them so the there was a little boy here before we went live but i live with another family so i live with a, a three-year-old and a five-year-old and that's something that we do with them is we um we make little patcha pizzas out of the we actually use the buckwheat buns so that they're round
0: oh yeah that makes sense but it won't have the garlic and the herb flavor then yeah, yeah. Um, is
2: she old enough to eat bread yet? She is. And she loves it. And maybe I should feed her some because (laughs) (laughs) she wants to do something. She wants to do something here. Is this her first YouTube appearance? It's not, but it is the first one
0: where she had so much complaining to do. (laughs) How, are how, when, when did you first launch the product and how are people finding out about you other than maybe from like shows like this? We launched the product
2: in um, in April (laughs) April of 2020. You know, like right. It took me. It took (laughs) over three years for me to hear about you. That's incredible. Wow. They have such incredible timing and capacity for needing attention.
0: Isn't that funny? He couldn't have planned it any
2: better, huh? I know. Seriously, I was like. I could have sworn I had the timing all down. She went not uh, it's head. like we'll do it right when she's on her nap. No. Perfect. She woke up wrong. So um yeah, so we started in April of 2020, like right when the pandemic, you know, just made everything nice and challenging. Um, and at first we were selling primarily to like, you know, people <laughs> in the neighborhood. Um we sold out of our house for a while. People could like order it online and then they had to come to our house and pick it up from our living room. (laughs) Um, but since then we've expanded and we've gotten into some grocery stores in Southern California. And then, um, in the last year, we really have scaled up our online business and that is where we do the majority of our, of our sales. Um, which we didn't necessarily anticipate doing that when we first started. Um, but we found that we just like there there are there are people who need this kind of bread who are all over the country and so going through the traditional routes of you know, like getting us into grocery stores in all of the neighborhoods in all of the states in the US it was like people want the bread now <laughs> so we've done we've done pretty well with online online
0: sales well, that's fantastic. Yeah, so you're going to actually show us a recipe, which is like, I love it when like the CEO also can cook. We had a, a different product come on and she did that. And I thought, wow, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. And so like
2: truth be told, I, I'm not an oil-free person. So when you said like, um, you know, the recipe needs to be salt-free and oil-free because your audience is um, or not. Yeah. Just oil-free. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we just oil free. That's just, just cool. oil free. Yeah, I I was like, oh wow, most of the things that I, most of the things that I make out of my pacha bread, I I use oil, but then I realized that actually, um, there was the per- the perfect recipe, which kind of honors um both a habit that we have of eating our bread with hummus, and um, my partner is palace half Palestinian, and his uh his grandmother was. Always harping on people for putting oil into their hummus. Ah, <laughs> worked out. Oh, used to have oil in it, people. <laughs> if anything, they would drizzle it over the top. Exactly. Yep. It was, a, it was supposed to be drizzled over the top as like as a preservative slash. You know, they they would eat like the the highest quality olive oil as a drizzle on there. Smart like, woman, huh? Yeah, but you don't need oil to make hummus, and in fact, if you do you use oil in your hummus, then tete will be mad at you. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, So my plan is to show you how to make, and and she also probably would be mad at me because I'm using lentils instead of garbanzo beans. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that. One is that I I tend to do a little bit better digestively with lentils than with garbanzos. Um, but also it takes a lot less time to sprout and cook lentils. Yeah. So I like I like making this recipe um, for, you know, not, it, it can't be like a, Oh, 30 minutes from now, I need to go to a, a potluck, but, Oh, I need to go to a potluck this afternoon. I can make it in the morning and be done with the process. Like I sprouted
0: my lentils this morning. Mm. Well, I okay. can tell you, you you know, you're a good multitasker. You're doing a live show. You're feeding your baby and now you're going to cook all of the time. <laughs> Yes. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how that goes. Right. And keeping your cool. She's adorable, by the way. She's she's a sweetheart. Yeah. We like,
2: really? like having with her. And she she spends lots of time in the kitchen with me and with dad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With both of us. So I'm gonna strap her
0: on so that she can see everything. What is that called? Because I have one for my dog who's 15 pounds. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love it. Like a, like I call it a snuggly. I, I don't know what it's really called, but I wear her sometimes and call it a snuggly. A snuggly. Oh, I, like I don't know what else to call it. So yeah. I just say, put her in the snuggly, you know, it's a, it's, we call it by its brand name, the Ergo baby. Oh yeah. My, mine's not that I didn't, I I bought mine just on Amazon for 35 bucks, but it's a great, it's a great invention, isn't it? It's great. <laughs> so convenient. All right. So,
2: um, what i did this morning which i'm not going to demonstrate here because um this would take way 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 too long um not overall but you know for this podcast is i took a cup of red lentils not the not the like the doll version just regular red lentils and soaked them um in filtered water for you know you can soak them overnight if you want to um but you can also soak them for like an hour and they're ready to go. We, so similar to soaking our our buckwheat, we soak the grains that we use so that it reduces the amount of um, lectins and phytic acid that's in the grains. And the phytic acid basically like it bonds to molecules in your digestive tract and it can actually like, Take steal some of the nutrients that you might be eating in your food. Like, even if it's not in the lentil, it can bind to nutrients in other foods. So we we try to soak and sprout all of
0: our grains that we consume. Oh. They they say there's more health benefits that way, and it's easier on the digestion. Exactly. And Stephanie said, "Will you be expanding the number of stores that you have your product available in in the future?"
2: Yes, we we will definitely be expanding. I. I thought we already t- touched on this, but I don't think we did. Um, in October, we will actually be coming to Whole Foods. Oh, nice.
1: That's fantastic. All right.
2: Okay, and I'm gonna show you before I give it to her. These are, I don't know how well you can see it, but that's what the lentils look like once they are sprouted. Before I'm onto my computer, but they have like a little tail that comes out. And it, and it only takes about an hour for that to for that to happen. So you can move on with the process then. So after I've soaked the lentils, then I rinse and like drain and rinse them until the water runs clear. So it's rinsing off all of the all of the stuff that comes out in the soaking process. And then I cooked it. Um, I covered the lentils, um, ju- just, covered them with water and cooked them covered on the stove for a questionable amount of time. They were good and cooked, <laughs> but it really only takes like 10, 10 minutes or so. Um, but it's, it's not like a highly sensitive thing where you can't, you, know, you, you almost can't overcook them. You can burn them
0: though. I have done that. Not fun. Do you ever cook them in the instant pot or a pressure cooker? You know, I, not red lentils. I do
2: cook beans in the, in the instant pot. Um, the red lentils in particular are just like, they cook so fast that they do. It's, mm-hmm. I, it's like, it takes the pressure cooker longer to come to pressure than just cooking it on the stove sometimes. So I don't, I don't typically do red lentils in the pressure cooker, but If I were doing green lentils, which you can also use green lentils for this recipe, then the pressure cooker might be a really good option. So, yeah. yeah. Also, it would, you wouldn't have to remember to take it off the stove. So maybe I should. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I've got my food processor here. You can do this in a Vitamix.
1: Um, It just...
2: It just takes a little bit of time and you have to kind of sometimes stir and get in there. I prefer a food processor. Um, Amina is enjoying the soaked lentils. I wasn't sure what I was gonna do with them, but this is the perfect use. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go ahead and put my lentils into the food processor Just the lentils. Um, one thing that I noticed about this this particular batch is that I forgot to put these, I forgot to put the lid on when I was cooking them. So they actually lost a little bit more moisture than I would, than they typically would. So I'm gonna add back about a quarter of a cup of water. This is, this is a third of a cup actually, but.
0: Oh, I'm, here's a question from Renee. Do you have, um, if people order, did they like, is it automatically they, they have to try all four flavors or could they customize and just get like one particular flavor?
2: Yeah. Um, yes, you can, you can customize. Um, we sell, if you go onto our page, you'll see most things are sold in two packs, but there is also like a custom variety pack module at the top. So you could get, you could get one of each, um, the, the most cost effective way that we've found to ship the bread is in cases of six. So we do sell a couple of variety packs that include um, one variety pack that has buns and loaves and one variety pack that's just the three, the three lobes. Um, nice. okay. Cause
0: somebody said they're, they've strictly avoid oil, but she, uh, Maddie did explain that she legally didn't have to put the oil on that. It was just to get it to release. So it's a negligible amount, but no worries. I'm sure they'll customize for you. Make sure you use the coupon code for 20% off though. Yeah. Make sure you do. Yeah it's it's good. Now I see why my husband's been eating it every day cuz he has a he also has a bread that he gets it's Ezekiel he uses um which I can't eat cuz I can't have any you know wheat or gluten right. even if it's you know sprouted and he has been eating that he's been eating your bread all week because I guess it's better. <gasps> oh. I have I have actually like several
2: friends who are not gluten-free who have pretty much transitioned to only eating pacha at this point because they're like I just like it better. It just
0: tastes better. Do you think you'll to make it like a little bit larger, so that if somebody really wanted to make a true sandwich, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, it's definitely like the aspect
2: of the loaf isn't isn't ideal. So, here let me show you
1: one thing you can do: slice it up, slice
2: it the other way, huh?
1: Exactly. You can cut the loaf in half. This is an old. This is
2: really old. This isn't a full loaf, but you know you can cut it say here yes you have half a loaf that you can then slice this way brilliant I, that's right then you can make a you can make a sandwich slice that way um Great idea yeah we are once we are selling our product in for foods we are actually going to be pre-slicing the loaves
0: so fantastic
2: that, yeah it's on, on the one hand you can do the sandwich slice but on the other hand um you can easily slice it or grab a slice out of your freezer and toast it. So we felt that it was the right move. Um, but we do, uh, like, you know, the, we, we made this the ones kind of with the sandwich in mind as like the sandwich option. And I know some people are pretty strict on the oil, but, um, but that's okay. There's people that aren't and they'll love it. All right. So I'm
1: going to add Back to my recipe here.
2: I've got tahini, um, which is just sesame seed. We often make our own tahini here as well. We just toast up sesame seeds and um, blend them in this uh, this
0: device called a nutribill. That's how I make mine too. the The CEO of that product or inventor came on and she, you know, talked about the product and made things with it. Yeah, it's really easy to make tahini in the milk, isn't it? It's so great. I love the Nutri-Milk. I'm
2: I'm a huge fan. I'm also selling the Nutri-Milk today. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna take about a quarter, a cup of this. I'm not huge on like measuring things exactly and I don't wanna get a cup dirty. So about a quarter of a cup will do. One cup of one cup of um, uncooked lentils
1: to a quarter cup of tahini. And then I'm also going to add, let's see. Can I hand you that lemon? No, it's right here. It's right here. I'm going to juice half a lemon, maybe a maybe a whole lemon. But we'll start with half. It's your sous chef. Uh,
2: yes. I think she would probably get fired pretty quickly if she were a sous chef. What are you doing, Amina? I don't need the
1: chilies. There we go. So juice of half a lemon. And then I'm gonna do like half a teaspoon of cumin. This is ground cumin. Those are hard to see, huh? Perfect. teaspoon, half teaspoon.
2: I'm gonna do, um, I typically end up putting around one and a half teaspoons of salt in, but I'm gonna start with just one and taste
1: it. And one will probably be plenty. And then we're gonna blend it.
2: And I added, I added half of the water that I put into my quarter cup here. I have a feeling I'm going to need to add more.
1: All right, you ready for the sound, Amina? Definitely need a little bit more. Well, oh, that's a great
0: question, Elizabeth. I'm going to ask her in a minute. I hope everybody watched yesterday's show with Elizabeth for her 73rd birthday. She made some delicious recipes. Maddie, there's a great question from Elizabeth. So the name, how did you name your product? <laughs> All right. Oh, maybe you didn't you didn't hear me? Um, Elizabeth would like to know what is behind the name that you chose for your product, Pacha. So Pacha. It is it is a word
2: that comes from um, from indigenous cultures with the Andes, um, and it essentially means like the great the great mother, the the earth that is our first ancestor. Um, yeah, we our our mission at Pacha is to nourish the health of people and the planet, um, and we are really dedicated to. Um, to sourcing our ingredients from regenerative regenerative farms. Um, so farms that are like cutting out the use of pesticides and herbicides and they're working with the natural um, rhythm of the ecosystem to, to grow the food in a good way. Um, and actually at the end of, I think by the end of October, we will be certified regenerative. We're resourcing almost all of our buckwheat from regenerative farms in Minnesota. Wow, yeah. very cool. Yeah, so we we're an Earth Forward planet. Oh, the other thing about this um, this product that's pretty amazing is that our packaging is hundred percent home compostable. So this inner bioplastic film, we were we compost it in our pile out here, and we have hundreds and hundreds of these bags in there, and they do break down. <laughs> um, Yeah. And, and just an FYI for people, um, the, this is our current packaging. And when we release, um, when we, when we come to whole foods, we're actually going to be moving into, um, a home compostable bread bag. So the packaging will look a little bit different. It'll still have the like bright colors, but if you're looking for this, you'll have to look for something that looks like this, but it's a bread bag instead.
0: (laughs) Your, Your kid is like eating the lemon. It's the most adorable thing.
2: i don't know what it is with babies and lemons
1: cute
2: yeah she also loves eating we eat like a spirulina kelp powder in the morning and she devours it it's the most disgusting thing i've ever eaten but she loves it (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's see oh you know what
1: i did forget to do though So I'm gonna eat some of this hummus with one of our buns,
2: and uh, this one, like I said, my my partner's at the facility today, so if he hasn't brought home the the stuff yet. This is one of our low fills. This is much thinner than it's supposed to be. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna just toast it bowl here. Eat it. Home. But let me show you how this hummus looks. So, you know, I, I put the hummus into, in, in the food processor for like maybe 30 seconds there and you can see, or maybe, I'm not sure how well you can see, but it has a really creamy texture. Um, and that like the lentils just, they become really. Yeah, really smooth um, when you when you process them down. And if I were to leave this going for another minute or so, it would be like um it would almost be buttery. So it's a really delicious topping. And again, like you don't need you don't need oil to make it happen. Nope. So when I um when I serve this,
1: let go put it in a bowl. I also we'll
2: put a little sprinkle of paprika on it which is a nice flavor and also gives it a nice um, just a nice presentation for your dinner party guests and i have to say one of my one of my favorite things about pacha bread and also maybe one of my my least favorite things about pacha bread is that I almost never cook for potlucks anymore. <laughs> I bring pacha and some kind of dip and it's oh. really easy and people love it. So they do, <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Do you guys have any questions about the product or from? Oh, um, I, yeah, I don't think, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, but I'm, um, Take it off. Uh, Carolyn says, really looking forward to trying it. Diana likes the pre-sliced idea very much.
2: All right. So there's our hummus. It's got a tiny little baby fingerprint in there.
1: And Amina's going to try it first. Yeah. What's your One- her- I wonder what
2: I can do is I didn't I didn't actually taste it to see if it needed more salt or lemon, but I've done this a few times, so it does
1: taste good. <laughs> I just have a little like you want some of that? Does she speak yet? She Maybe, babbles. Yeah. Maybe her yeah. first first words will be Pacha.
2: Possibly. Very possibly. She does love, I mean, that's one thing about this spread that um, I'm, I'm really happy about is that not only do moms feel really good about feeding it to their babies, babies love it. Like you put pacha on a plate with their breakfast and it's like the first thing that
0: not just amina it's it's like a ubiquitous she's your best salesperson because the thing is she can't lie about it you know like she can't anybody put her up to it so obviously if she's eating it it's like mikey hey it's good
1: (laughs) you gonna do it she's definitely thinking about it oh yeah
2: (laughs) She's oh she has she's got like some lemon in her mouth
1: so cute and she didn't even toast hers did she
2: No. I toasted it a little bit but yeah when I feed it to her I I like mine toasted pretty well and like nice and crispy but for the babies like it's easier if it's just very lightly toasted and they can yeah. dissolve it in their mouth
0: <laughs> Diana I I just first heard about that today I don't know if this is something Maddie knows about but I can ask her what do you think of them, in quotes, wanting to put the product A-P-E-E-L on all of our veggies and fruits, even the organic ones. Putting the, sorry, putting the label what on that? I, I think it's a product and I don't know much about it. A-P-E-E-L, they're L. They're they're doing something to something. Oh, I, I don't know about this. So could you, could you please post in the chat exactly what it is more specifically? Because I, I did see an email about that today, but I'm not really... Probably sounds like some chemical or something that they're trying to douse it with. Oh, like they're putting it on all, on all the produce. Yeah, so do you, can you give me more information about it, about it please so that we can give you an informed answer. I literally got an email today about it and I haven't opened it up yet, so yeah. Do you go to any of the fun food shows like uh, Expo West or? This year um, we walked the floor at Expo
2: West. Um, We are, we're in the middle of a major expansion at our facility right now. So like buying equipment and getting it installed and and everything. So we didn't feel like we could send a whole team over to Expo West to execute a thing but we will likely be there next year. We may be at Expo East. Um, We'll see, we'll see how everything goes. We're a pretty small team here, Um, but making it happen.
0: (laughs) Nice. Well, I wish you every success with your, do you have other um, products in the works or you're gonna kind of keep it to the four for now? We are definitely, um, we
2: are working on these four bread products for the time being. We will likely mm, like sometime next year, start introducing um, a seasonal, flavor um that will that will only be available online through our online channels like like a fruit a sweet cinnamon raisin sort of um sort of bread we haven't exactly figured out what that's going to be yet but like i said we are focusing on some Mm, major things um, we also, you know, we, we have some ideas for um, future products that actually the lentil hummus is one of the one of the possibilities we want to. You know, we want to, we really want to work with ingredients that can be used in regenerative agriculture systems um, and lentils are great because they add nitrogen back into the soil. So, you know, we'd love to do something with lentils. Um, we've also talked about doing like, you know, buckwheat based crackers or tortillas or anything like that. Some of the things that we make ourselves out of buckwheat. Um, but I would say that all of those projects are at least a couple of years down the road for us. Wow.
0: Okay. Well, if you do get a newer seasonal flavor, maybe come back on the show and talk about it. Cause that would be really fun to try like a fruitcake or a, you know, just something with little raisins in it or something that yeah. could be- um, yeah, absolutely. Um, Stephanie yeah. says, how long is the discount code good for? Because they can get 20% off with the code Chef AJ, all caps, no spaces. Um, you know, I as of now
2: I don't I don't think there's an expiration. So that that the discount code is good for your first order. Um, and it'll it'll run as long as Chef
0: AJ wants to have her with a discount code. I'd be happy to have people try it. So thank you for that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, look, she's enjoying her afternoon snack. She, she, had, her, she had her milk and now she's having her bread.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. I would take it from her so I can show you. She's actually eaten almost like, like an eighth of the of it.
0: <laughs> she, loves, she loves it. <laughs> well, that, that's, your best, uh, that's your best marketer right there. Because you can't, you can't make a baby eat something. You know that.
2: No, you cannot.
0: Nope. Not even if you pay him. <laughs> you know, there might come a time, like, you know, she
2: usually eats until she's full and then she starts throwing stuff onto the floor. So yeah. Yeah. Some does
0: that up on the floor, but most ends up in the belly. <laughs> yep. All right. Well guys, if you'd like to give it a try, you uh, be, feel free to use the code and let us know what you think. And, uh, that's great. I can't wait till it's available in Whole Foods and already sliced. That's going to be amazing having it pre-sliced like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Because we're pretty lazy. And even though we can slice it ourselves, hey, it's nice when it's already done for you.
2: Yeah, I know. Even we
0: here had that feeling about it. We we're like
2: had some test loaves that we had pre-sliced to put in our freezer. We were like, wow, it's
0: really yeah. I mean, one less step, you know, one less knife to wash, one less cutting board. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks Maddie. And thanks yeah, to your- Thank you. Really nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks to your wonderful sous chef. And thanks for creating a product that's vegan and gluten-free and few ingredients. And maybe one day we'll look forward to a salt-free one that I can then get the doctors. There's a couple of doctors that are real strict. They won't meet any, but there's two that would go nuts if there was a salt-free one. Yeah. They would go nuts. And there's a couple of people that have certain certain conditions medically that like they can't have any, you know, like, like it's not, they're trying to be difficult. That would be a great market. If you could even, even if it just had one flavor like that, just one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And if we do, if you do it, it'll be our, it'll be the buckwheat and it'll yeah. be like a zero sodium buckwheat. And I
0: don't think it was taste that much different. And especially if people, if you're putting something on it anyway, it's like, what's, you know, you don't need the yeah. salt. If you're putting something delicious on it, It's like, you know, jam or uh, so that's good. All right. Well, thanks Maddie. And thanks, chef. Amina, that was wonderful. She is
2: more than happy to stick her hands into the hummus and smell
1: for you all. Bye-bye. <laughs> so nice bye.
0: Say bye-bye. Thank you, Chef AJ. Cutie. Thank you. Thanks, Maddie. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific time for Dr. Scott Harrington. He'll be answering your questions as well as talking about chat. I don't even know what this is, AI, I'm so out of it, but (laughs) we're talking about it (laughs) and maybe this appeal thing, whatever this is, I can ask him about that as well. Take care, everyone. Bye, Maddie. Bye.